welcome in to Potty Podcast Cinema. I am Dan. With me, as always, is Andy. And uh, today we're doing trailers and announcements. We're doing a sex segment just for them because there are so many trailers and announcements that just came out. Um, in fact, this morning we had one come out for, I think it was Red Notice. I haven't even had a chance to see it yet. The Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, Dwayne Johnson movie. So we'll have to put that for the next episode. But in this one, we got a ton of things. Uh, one of the first things is they are doing a reboot for Home Alone called Home Sweet Home Alone. And um, uh, it looked good. That's the, yeah. It's the, yeah, it's the Disney Plus series of remakes. Okay, you know, they're, yeah. They're, re- they're remaking everything for, for a younger audience. And you know what? They're doing fine. My, my kids love watching the Hawaiian Doogie Howser. It's been a blast. Yeah. It's delightful. I don't care who knows it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, uh, the what's the one we talked about? Uh, Turner and Hooch was okay. Yeah, it, it, it's it's got its own thing. It's okay. Mighty Ducks. Was I love great. the Mighty Ducks uh, one. Yeah, it's all the same feel, and they they capture what was good about the original, and then they kind of make it. They develop it in a way that could be more of a series uh, and be repeatable for for kids, and yeah. they do a really and still you know funny for the adults to watch with their kids yeah uh and get them back into it so that's that's been fun and then it also gets the it gives you a reason to watch the old one with your kid yeah because yeah, otherwise you put on turner and hooch or uh home home alone or all these others and they're like it's so funny when my kids will be like wow this is like really really old because <laughs> they can tell the filmographies from the 90s yeah uh, yeah yeah and you're like yeah well you're not wrong <laughs> it's like 29 years old or something now and you're like oh <laughs> but uh but yeah you get they do a really good job of distilling what was good about it and then uh and then yeah making it enjoyable for the kids to watch week by week and they're not doing too many either like i want to say they're doing 10 at the most but i want to say some of them are in uh, that they've been doing, so yeah. they're not they're not trying to force feed way too much out of it, which is a good thing, I think. Yeah, um, this one, so this one, uh, the parents are Pete Holmes, the stand-up comedian, and Aisling B B Bea. I, I, I've not heard of her before. Apparently, she's an Irish comedian, uh, an actress. But they both look; they're their parents. They both look good. Um, the kid is Archie Yates, a little British kid with glasses. And the be- the best part, the best part is that Daniel Stern and uh, Joe Pesci's characters, the bumbling criminals, are going to be replaced with Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney. I, I love every bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is the perfect pairing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rob Delaney is my spirit animal. He's, <laughs> he's my favorite human on this earth. Yeah, after everything I've watched. And I still think everybody... Everybody's got to watch that uh, that one he does with Sharon Corrigan, Catastrophe. Yeah, I've heard that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so great! It is so great. Yeah, that's that'll make you be a fan of his for life. Okay, fair enough. I, I liked him enough in um, uh, Deadpool too, and, and well, anything else I see him in, he he like he shows up and Hobbs is just Shaw. good. Bombshell, yeah, he was good in Bombshell. Hobbs and Shaw, uh, yeah. Shaw yeah, yeah. No, I like him. Uh, yeah, this one, you know what? I'm a sucker for a, a decent Christmas movie. I'll check it out. Um, it's also got Keenan Thompson, Andrew Daly, who I think is underrated, uh, Chris Parnell. Um, 
few others you might know, but it's oh, man, it yeah, it it Is looks it ridiculous. It's a it's a movie. It's a movie. Oh okay. Yeah, and so it looks good. It comes out November twelfth, and it's got some of the old tricks that uh, Macaulay Culkin did in the original, and it's got some new stuff. I don't know. Um, it looks it looks it looks kind of like Mighty Ducks, where it's sweet and made for kids, but also adults can enjoy it, and it'll have some throwbacks to the original. Oh yeah, there's there's so many new toys and things that, that they can work with doing it. I mean, they've got drones. Kids have drones now. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be it'll be fun to see how creative they get with all that stuff. Yeah, I agree. All right, let us move on to another one. Um, again, Hollywood is running out of ideas, which is shocking because there's so many good TV shows. So they're coming out. We're just, they're just rebooting stuff. So they're rebooting Home Alone. They're also bringing back Scream. Um, it's just called Scream. Uh it comes out January 14th, so that's always a good sign. Uh, middle of January is a, basically no man's land. And it's it's Scream. Why would you not bring this out during Halloween? Yeah, that's, that's nuts. So, yeah, I don't think they're that feeling too confident about this one. Um, they bring back originals from the first one. Uh, David Arquette, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox. And uh, they add Marley Shelton, Jack Quaid. I like Jack Quaid. And then a bunch of people I don't think I know. Isn't Jenny Ortega in this one? She is. Oh, oh yeah. She's, you were telling yeah, me she's, she's like up and coming. Yeah. My kids love her. <laughs> Jenny Ortega? Uh, she, was, she got famous from some either Disney or Netflix kids show. And then she was in that movie yesterday. Uh, and then they've been talking about her for like pretty big stuff now coming up. So yeah. she'll, she'll be in March. She's one of those kids that She'll be in Marvel in like two years. Well, she's going to be Wednesday and uh, Wednesday oh, Adams right. and the show Wednesday with uh, that's going to be it's a TV Tim series Burton. from Tim Burton and it's going to have Catherine Zeta Jones as Morticia Adams and Luis Guzman as Gomez Adams, a uh, graduate of Greendale High or Greendale Community College. Also, Thora Birch comes comes back. No, she wasn't in the original. Um, Ricky Lindholm, Gwendolyn Christie. Um, Jamie McShane. That's a pretty good cast for it, especially for a TV show. So that really is. Yeah, um, good for her. I don't. I'm not going to see this. The if it came out during Halloween, maybe just for a nostalgia thing, just for I don't know. You know, October. I like seeing scary movies, but it comes out in the middle of January. Um, the first Scream was good, or good for what it was, and I enjoyed it. This, oh no! I, I think the first one was great. Yeah. I, I, and not only was it great, it literally launched an, an entire genre. Yep. I mean, e- Eli Roth of all Eli Roth. Nope, nope. Who's the horror guy? Eli Roth. Eli Roth? Yeah, Eli Roth. Yeah, yeah. He even uh, put that as one of his top five horror movies of all time, uh, saying that not just not specifically the writing of the movie, but just like you said, the way it completely changed the horror genre to a degree and brought a whole new audience to it. And, it was people hadn't seen something that visceral and nuts that was supposed to look normal. It's just pretty, pretty teenage kids just getting, the way they did that. Yeah, it was, it was brutal. But then they just did the tip of a Hollywood thing of milking it into all kinds of terrible sequels. But uh, from what from what I hear, they you know, Courtney Cox and Neff Campbell are like we're never never doing that again. We're not doing gore porn anymore. 
and uh, and they brought it to Nev Campbell, and she's like, "Oh, oh, this is good. This is good. I like this." For the and, new one, uh, so for the that, new one, she said, "Yeah, it's for good? the new one." Okay. Yeah, she showed it to Courtney Cox, and they're like, "You know what? We're going to rethink this. This is actually really good." And so they, they said they really liked the storyline of it, and uh, yeah, and the way they brought the old people back. I think they'll do kind of Star Wars ish. They'll, they'll bring them back just so they can kill them off for for effect. Yeah, <laughs> the, the originals. You know yeah. what I mean, and then have a new group. But uh, yeah, we'll see. But I, they showed the opening scene in the trailer mm-hmm. uh, of the. It's basically they. It's what they're showing is the whole opening scene, and it's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. But it, it's very much a reboot, though. I will say the kids in this look a lot more like high school kids than the original when all the kids look like they're about thirty. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true because because this is like twenty years later, and the and the characters are clearly. 40 years older than guys scores. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the original came out in 1996. This one will come out in 2002. 22 okay. years, is that right? Is that no, 26 years, is that right? 26, ye- 26 25? years? 25. No, 2022. Oh, it comes out in 2022. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Man, that's hard to believe. All right. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, another scary movie that's coming out. This one is looks really weird. Um, if it if it didn't have Ethan Hawke, who I like as an actor, and Jeremy Davies, who I also think is a really good actor, I would not have given this a second thought. Um, it's called Black the Black Phone. Uh, after being abducted by a child killer and locked in a soundproof basement, a 13 year old boy starts receiving calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's previous victims. It's the preview. It's dark. Yeah. Oh, it's real dark. Um, it's also from the director of Doctor Strange. I mean, this has, I hate to say it, but it has the potential to be really good. Yeah. I just hate watching things that are so intentionally dark. Uh, it's, uh, I, it really made me excited <laughs> uh, because I just feel like it is, uh, I hate to call it that, but horror more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we're gonna scare you just to scare you. We don't care about scripts or any of those same types of things. But this feels like it might have a pretty good script, and I would imagine it would have to to interest Ethan Hawke, because yeah. <clears throat> say what you will about the guy, it's hard to even call him an A-list actor. But it's only because he doesn't really care about doing that many A-list things unless he's very interested in story. That, that's always been his thing. Character and story are very important to him. And he does really weird, different characters. And he always does a really good job. And this one is a really dark, crazy character. And I would imagine it's a pretty darn good story for him to get involved. Because otherwise, this feels like it would have been made for $20 million. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and the director, the director is kind of intriguing, too. Just because... So, like I said, did Doctor Strange... The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which I remember, I went and I think I went and saw that my last year of college in the theater, and it was like surprisingly not it was interesting. Um, he also did Sinister, which got pretty good reviews for a, a horror movie, Doctor Strange, and then after Black Phone, he's working on something called Bermuda, which is they don't know much; it just has something to do with the Bermuda Triangle. But stars Chris Evans, who is unbelievably underrated. He's a really good actor. Then he's doing something. He's doing an untitled labyrinth project based on the the old Ooh. movie Labyrinth. Yeah. Ooh, I like that a lot. I never watched. Yeah. I, I've never seen Labyrinth. You know what? The Doctor Strange movie feels very much 
Yeah, that's the perfect director. Well, it's not that nobody else can do it, but he's already shown. I don't know. The stuff he did with Doctor Strange was pretty amazing. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is like the, uh, yeah, the effects, just really the effects of the whole bending of the city Mm -hmm. and as they're going into that, uh, what do they call it, like the crystal realm or the something realm? I I never saw the movie. Never saw it. No, 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 no. Oh, Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Like, yeah, the, the astral plane or whatever. Yeah, when they go into that area, they, yeah, that, it feel it feels very similar uh, to what Labyrinth was with the whole like like walking upside down and all that weird, yeah weird weirdness. I feel like I feel like he's shown he actually yeah is kind of perfect for that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So the the writer director of all these is Scott Derrickson. Should probably say his name since we're kind of fawning over. But yeah, I I liked. I thought Doctor Strange was great. Apparently, uh, Kevin Feige thought enough of him. They brought him back as an executive producer for Multiverse of Madness. Um. Yeah, I yeah, don't. He, he decided not to direct. He was originally the director. Yeah. Uh, he 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 bowed out for creative differences, <laughs> and so they brought in Sam Raimi. Uh, but oh, God, that's right. Oh like, man, he, I can't like, stand Sam Raimi. I know. I hate Sam Raimi. Uh, I, I, there's people that love him. I don't get it. Yeah. You know what? Army of the Dead Two. Fine. Fine. You made it campy. Thing that was kind of funny because Bruce Campbell was in his prime. Yeah. But uh, you know what? Everything else ends up. Uh, but anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, but but what I appreciated was Scott Erickson stayed on as the executive producer despite leaving for creative differences. And what I think it was honestly is I think that I think that by design and because they had to, I think Marvel had to like put a lot of it. Uh, their, their fingers into Doctor Strange too, because it sets up all of Marvel for the yeah. next phase. Yeah. And so I think they're like, you know, well, this is going to be a lot about Spider-Man, and this is going to be a lot about this other character, and we're going to introduce and Scarlet Witch, and, and Scarlet Witch is a big part. Yeah. And, and I think at some point he was probably like, you know what, you know what, you know what, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna try to direct the whole thing, you got you you go it. Well, because he also I tends to write and that. direct his own stuff he, he writes a lot of his own stuff that he directs so i fear he's more of a hands-on person yeah and all the directors have said it like it's it's not really even a secret anymore uh scott or marvel does interfere way more than even uh dc does uh with the or, or fox or whatever you call that um with their their work with the director's works but the difference is they do a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so nobody really minds it. But that is a big reason why they typically get smaller directors at first, that they can say, "Hey, we're going to give you this monster, two hundred million dollar, you know, budget movie, um, but we are going to have to have some say in it, you know, to keep it tonally makes sense throughout the rest of the interview. Yeah, and, and we're going to have to throw in some plot points here and there that you you wouldn't have maybe done." But we have to have it again for the overall MCU. And I think I, I just I think I think Scott Erickson was probably like, you know what, you know what, this, you're getting a little too involved with this one, and I think I'm going to go back out. I think that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, could be. Um, yeah, I don't know about. I don't know how I feel about that one yet. Um, I'm. I think I'm going to wait and come out and see what what the reviews say. Um, yeah. Just yeah. because I'm. I like a lot of the aspects, but I don't know horror. It's already got an eight point eight on IMDb with a hundred eighty four score, which 
I mean, take that with, you know, wow. yeah, I, I don't know. It's 184 people have done it. When does this come out? February 4th. It? it doesn't come out till February 4th, so I don't know how people are reviewing. I don't know why IMDb, I don't know how IMDb does it. There's 184 different things. Well, it Let says, well, Beyond Fest, there was, looks like it released in the U.S. at something called Beyond Fest on October 9th. And it's something called Fantastic Fest on September 25th. So I guess some people have seen it. Okay. Yeah, no, that sounds good. I, I, I mean, again, if he's in it, it's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, though, there's something that's coming out that I think that some people might be pretty excited about. Um, I never saw it, but I've heard over and over and over that one of the best written things on television in a long time is, a, is an animated show that was called Gravity Falls. Yeah. Uh, it looks like he's making a movie called Gravity Falls. And I'm wondering if he's making it, because it's a, it's a fantastical slash horror uh, slash a little bit of comedy animated series. It kind of seems right up his wheelhouse. I wonder if he's making a live action. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Could be. Um, all right, let's move on to action. So this one looks really good. And um, if worse comes to worse, the action is going to be awesome. Loaded cast. So when a top secret weapon falls into the into mercenary hands, a wild card CIA agent joins forces with three international agents on a lethal mission to retrieve it, while staying a step ahead of a mysterious woman who's tracking their every move. Uh, this is directed by Simon Kinberg. Uh, looks like he's one of the writers. It's called The 355. And you might remember from Why the Last Man that uh, actually Roman's character was called 355. Well, apparently, it's because that was one of the first divisions of all women secret agents started in, like, World War II? Or, I don't know. It was a long time. They say it in the movie. They explain it. Uh, and I looked into it, but I, it's been, like, a week and I forgot about it. Uh, the cast. Un unreal. Jessica Chastain, Lupita Nyong'o, Diane Kruger, Penelope Cruz, Sebastian Stan, Bing Bing Fan, Edgar Ramirez, Jason Wong. Um, trying to see. That's about who all I see that I know. But man, that's a lot. Uh, that's that's a, a lot. That's a that's a loaded cast. That's a lot of people in one movie. Yeah, good tie-in with Why the Last Man. I didn't know it, but mm -hmm. that's uh, that's interesting. So yeah, and they were clearly going to go there because they show. I don't know how much of that show you watched, but they showed that there was more of those agents. So yeah. Oh no, I'm. I think I'm only one episode behind. I know it got canceled. I'm gonna. I think I'm still going to have to finish it out. I'm not too many episodes back, but I'm going to finish it out. I, I had actually stopped on my own before they canceled it. And, uh, I think I made it through five apps. Yeah. And I was like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah. But this one, so this one, they've got, so Diane Kruger is an agent from Germany. Uh, Penelope Cruz is an agent from Colombia. Jessica Chastain is from America. Lupita Nyong'o is uh, British. And Bing Bing Fan is uh, from China. Dude, the action looks good. The action looks really cool. I mean, yeah, they all seem like people who can pull that off. That's, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm definitely in. I yeah. mean, with Pizza and Yungo, I have, I mean, we'll see, but I think she's going to be a lot bigger part of Black Panther too. So, yeah, action may be so. in her wheelhouse. That's cool. Yeah, she's a good actress. I hope she is part of, part of it more. Um yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Let's see, when does it come out? I forgot to look. Um, January 7th? 
All right. There's going to be a lot of movies in January. Well, I saw that trailer like a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing so, it a while I mean, back. This has been in the can a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, January 7th. Man, January's going to... Thank God. You know what? I wish they would come out with more movies in January and February because uh, up here in Chicago, it's you got nothing... I don't... It's harder to go see movies in the summer because it's beautiful and you don't want to spend time indoors. But in the winter, that's all you want to do is spend in time spend time indoors. So I, I, I push for it. Hopefully there's more movies in January and February. Um, moving on to a yeah. television series... Um, Inspired by Kevin Durant's youth basketball playing experience on the AAU circuit. I don't know if this will be your your thing, but it's called Swagger. Um, and it's I think it's supposed to be somewhat autobiographical on Kevin Durant's uh, existence trying to come up through AAU and being like known as like one of the number one recruits since he was like 14. Um, O'Shea Jackson is the only person I think I know, and he plays, he's going to play his coach. Um but and it's got a lot of young people but yeah it looks check out the trailer it looks pretty good i can't figure out who the kid is that's playing him Khalil. i'll watch a show about basketball i just don't want to actually have to watch basketball <laughs> oh my but yeah, god i want to show about it that's yeah funny. that's what it's funny because you you're much more of a baseball fan than i am but i'm much more of a basketball fan than you are yeah but football we both are clearly big fans um yeah this looks uh, it looks good. It looks interesting. I cannot figure out what it's on. I think it's on Hulu. Um, and it comes out October 29th. So I believe... So it should be next week. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's in the can already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's on it. Apple TV. It's on Apple TV. So... Man, they, they are bringing out so much good stuff lately. Yeah, they Jesus. need to. Because they've been... They, they, they came out with kind of a whimper with when they originally came out. And now they're kind of behind the eight ball. Because there's so many... There's Paramount Plus, Discovery yeah, I, Plus, all these like rinky-dink ones. I, I gotta... Yeah, and I gotta say, I, I'm totally... I totally disagree. I think they came out really strong. I think people didn't try it. Yeah. And uh, I, mean, I mean, there was one show that was preachy. Agreed. But it was like pretty... Up front that it was going to be preachy. Yeah, <laughs> it was extremely upfront that it was going to be very preachy. Uh, but all the other shows they made were really solid. Uh, and I mean, uh, Servant was very solid. And, uh, For all mankind was very solid. Ted Lasso has been great. The Myst- uh, Mythic Quest has been great. Uh, yeah. Foundation is really good. And now Al Capulco is out, uh, and it's funny. Uh, just came out, which is like a, about the. Uh, a, a, a Cancun resort in the 80s uh, is what it's about. And it's been funny so far. It just started uh, last week. And uh, they dropped two episodes. And uh, and now Invasion comes out uh, next week, uh, which is a really big budget uh, version of kind of a twist of War of the Worlds. And okay. it's got a big cast and, and huge budget. Uh, the trailer looks nuts. So, uh, yeah, man, they're, they're bringing out big stuff. And now they got a new uh, Ted Lasso, a new, a new show by the creators of Ted Lasso coming out, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're Jason. doing a lot of stuff. Oh, man, we we may, have, we may have recorded this a bit early. Well, that's all right. We'll move all these. But there's, uh, there's a the new... We may have done this a little bit earlier. There's a new trailer for that Red Notice. There's a new one for uh, oh, yeah. Uncharted with Tom Holland and uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg, which is oddly cast. Um, yeah. That's tough. Uh, all right. L- let us move on. Uh, the next okay. one 
is the Tinder Bar. Uh, it's a it's going to be on Amazon. It's going to be an Amazon movie directed by George Clooney, and it's a boy growing up on Long Island seeks out father figures among the patrons at his uncle's bar. It looks like it's not going to change your life. It looks like just a sweet coming of age story that takes place in like the seventies. Uh, ben Affleck plays the uncle. Ty Sheridan, who I really like him, uh, plays the the kid who's based off of. Christopher Lloyd plays his grandfather. Lily Robbie, who I know you're a big fan. You've been saying she's coming up. Um, yeah. She, I guess, is the mother. Ron Livingston is in it. I don't know. Some some of the credits these people have is, is odd. Max Martini, I think, plays a scumbag dad. I like Max Martini. Um, that's about yeah. all I see that I know. But the trailer looks... It looks sweet. It looks like a sweet movie. Um, I'll watch it. Ben Affleck does a new... New England accent, which is what he do, uh, but yeah, I think it looks good. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I thought it looked great, and uh, I, like I was really impressed with the trailer. And my wife's like, "This is the best." She goes, "This is the most excited about a movie I've been in a couple of years." Oh wow! All right. Like she, she's she's into she wants feel good movies. She hates dark stuff. So yeah. She's like. <laughs> you know, so she's she's very she saw this. She's like, wow, this is right up my alley. Uh, d- a really sweet movie with some drama, and I think you're right. I think Lily Robbie plays the mom, who, by the way, is Hamish uh, Linklater's wife. Uh, really? But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, she's she's the mom, and I don't know. I got the feeling from the trailer that maybe she dies because they only show him when her when the kid is young, and then it it shows uh, Taylor Sheridan and his uncle is kind of like the father figure in his life. So maybe. Uh, maybe guessing that or raising later. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it looks really good. And yeah, the acting from top to bottom is going to be phenomenal. So definitely, definitely something I'm going to watch right away. Yeah, no, I dig it. Um, all right, the next one I'm really excited about. They can make as many of these as they want, and I will watch every single one. I hope they do one a year. Um, it's called Psych 3 This Is Gus from the television show, show Psych. Uh, apparently it's got a Peacock original. Uh, they even make fun of Peac- <laughs> the fact that it's on Peacock, and uh, yeah, it does. In yeah. preparation for a shotgun wedding before the birth of baby Guster, Sean and Groomzilla Gus go rogue in an attempt to track down Celine's estranged husband as Lassiter grapples with the future of his career. So in real life, Timothy Omenson, who super underrated, I I I think he's. He must have gotten a start in Broadway because he's like a singer. He's a dancer. He was great in uh, Galavant. Uh, he had a stroke in real life, which is why he was in bed almost a lot, all of uh, the previous uh, psych movie special. Psych, yeah. And so in this one, it shows him walking with a cane, which is ex- I, I'm just happy for him. I, he, he's really talented. And I, I like all the people on this show. So um, it returns James Rodde Rodriguez, Tim, Timothy Olmanson, Dulé Hill, who I got to check out. Um, what's it called? Wonder Years. Have you seen the new Wonder Years with him? Uh, no, I'm very excited about watching it though. I, you know so what? Has it, it started? It, oh yeah, it's it's like it's like knee deep into it. I think it might are it might already be over. Um, the first season because I think the first season was only like eight to ten episodes. Um, oh my god! Yeah, and yeah, because yeah, I I'm recording it on YouTube TV, you know, but I never remember to check my library on there. I still like have half of Animal Kingdom left. I have to check out. So I don't know. The girlfriend's out of town this weekend. Maybe I'll live it up and just really catch up on TV. 
I'm like a boss. Uh, Maggie Loss returns. Corbin Burnson. <laughs> Kurt Fuller, who's always great in those. Jasmine Simone uh, returns as our assignment. I don't know. Returns as Gus's wife. Celine. Alan Maldonado is going to be in. Rooster. Rooster is going to be in this. That's, uh, I like that guy. So. Love me some Rooster. Yeah. Um, no, I'm. Oh, yeah. And Kurt Smith. From Tears for Fears, apparently, will be in it as well. I love how they're just putting him in the in the movies now. I love it. Yeah. They're all about the eight, they're all about the eighties. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I think everyone from the Breakfast Club has been in it now. Is that right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, it's such a good show. It's such a good show. So this comes out November eighteenth. What? It's out. Nope, November. Nope, we're in October still. <laughs> <laughs> I got too excited. Are you in the future? Uh, I got too excited. Uh, so it comes out less than a month from now. That's exciting. I love that show. Yeah, I, and I like how they did this. I thought they ended the show very well. And if they want to keep doing, like, one, you know, bringing out a movie every, like, two years, that's fine. I'm all in. Kind of like, I hope they I, do the same thing with, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, where they ended it great. Yeah, but they, yep. they have the Halloween heist every year. I would love that. And I think they are. I, I just, at least every other year. But, yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be, there's going to be more. Agreed. Uh, all right, we're back to scary movies. Uh, Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Um, set I'm 19- angry about this, Dan. <laughs> Do I'm what? Very angry about this. Well, all right. Very... Let me let me I... let me set it up, and then you can take it from there. Set in 1998, this origin story explores the secrets of the mysterious Spencer Mansion and the ill-fated Raccoon City. It is written and directed by Johannes Roberts, and. Uh, it's got Robbie Amell in it, who I really like from Upload. I man, we're hopefully we get a second season of that. Uh, also, some of our, you and I's favorites: Neil McDonough, Tom Hopper, Billy Bones himself, Donald Logue. Um, Anna I, came in joy. Do what? Anna came in joy, didn't she? Anna came in joy. Or what's her? What's her? Yeah, what's her full name now? No, no, I, that sounds like a, up, Hannah. Some yeah. Hannah me. John Kamen. As Jill Valentine. Ooh, she's, okay. She's Ghost. Oh, yeah, I do like her. Yeah, from Ant-Man and the Wasp. And she's in Ready Player One. Ooh, yeah, I do like her. Cool. And she's Jill Valentine. I like that. Uh, Kaya Scodelario is Claire Redfield. Robbie Amell is Chris Redfield. That's cool. Um, Jill Valentine and Chris Redfield from the original video game. Uh, it's also got... Is that Nathan... Nathan Dales will be in it. Who is uh, Derry uh, from Letterkenny? Okay. Did you ever watch? Letter- Do you ever really watch Letterkenny? I watch it all the time. Okay. No, I, absolutely. The, the only thing that disappoints me in this is Kayla Scolodero. They got her as the lead. Out of that cast, they made her the lead, and some people are just really trying to push her to be this huge actress. I don't know why, because everything I've seen her in, she's just bad. Maze, was she, she bad at Maze the, Runner? I don't. It's been a while since I've seen that. She wasn't good. Okay. Uh, and then they they kept trying. They pushed her in like two other movies, which bombed. And then she did uh, uh, her biggest budget one recently was that one where there's like some horrible flood and there's alligators terrorizing the neighborhood. Crawl. <laughs> Crawl. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just don't get it, but, you know, I, I will, uh, I will admit that I 
thoroughly, thoroughly hated these Resident Evil movies. Uh, the first one, I, I the first care. one was okay. The first one was okay. It, it was not. <laughs> it, it was not okay. It was a crime against humanity. Uh, these were these were horrible movies. It had Michelle Rodriguez in her total Michelle Rodriguezness. Which did she uh, play a, ch- a tough chick in a wife beater shirt? She sure was. And uh, we got some terrible acting, some terrible effects. The the grid that sliced people in quarters and oh, it was so. So stupid. Yeah. And uh, I, I absolutely hated it. Uh, I love Mila Jovovich. I do too. I like Mila Jovovich. But, uh, but, uh, but, oh, it just, it, it made me hurt. It made me want to hurt myself. That's what it did. I wanted, I wanted to become a cutter. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That movie. And, uh, uh, yeah. So when I saw this coming back out, I was like, okay, let's just burn down Hollywood. I'm done with, I'm done with, I'm calling off television and, and, <laughs> and screens as a whole. And I watched the trailer, and I'm so angry at myself because it looks good. <laughs> and, uh, and I was almost crying at the end of it, going, why does it have to look okay? Why do I fall for this? Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the trailer, it looks good. It yeah. looks like it's going to make fun of itself to the point that it needs to. It's going to have really good action. It's going to have the effects that are going to make it better than, than the original. Uh it looks good, and I'm embarrassed about it. The only thing you? I know that the writer-director has done before, and I never saw it, was 47 Meters Down with Mandy Moore and Matthew Modine. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad, but the effects were pretty bad. Yeah. All right. Um, did, did you see it? 47 Meters Down? No, it looked terrible. It, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was a perfectly fine, hence movie about people trapped in a in a cage with a great white hunting them but uh uh yeah the, the way they killed it was fine and cool and all that that's fine but uh oh the effects were pretty rough <laughs> they were pretty rough it looked like somebody had a rubber shark in a bathtub and filmed it it was, it was rough but uh oh well fair enough um yeah the new the trailer for the new resident evil does look good um i do like a lot of the cast I feel like Billy Bones. I know I like Billy Bones and Neil McDonough. I feel like so is so underrated. He was great. He was great in that season of Justified, and I was really hoping he was going to be the big bad in the second uh, season of Terriers, which we never got. But if you haven't seen that, definitely watch Terriers. Only made it one season, but the way they ended it, I thought they did a really good job of. It could it could be a uh, mini series or it could be. Um, it could lead to season two, so still Don't watch that. Don't believe that Walking Tall. He was a god in Walking. He tall. was great in Walking Tall, and I like <laughs> Robbie Amell. Yeah, and Billy Bones, Tom Hopper, and Donald Logue. Uh, if you've never seen The Tower of Steve, it's 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 kind of delightful. Uh, it's just you and I. I think you and I are the Is only people that are Donald Logue in The Tower of Steve. No, he's in this in Resident Evil. Donald Logue is yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I might have to go back and watch Tower of Steve. It's so ridiculous. Uh, Anna came in. Uh, there's a show called Killjoys. That was a. It was a huge, huge, massive success for the Sci-Fi Channel yeah. because their things are awful. And uh, <laughs> and she was the lead, and that's where she got you know quote unquote discovered. And she carried that show. She's really good in okay. action. And in drama, and I think she's going to be 
I think she'll be huge, like, in the next couple of years. I think she'll be huge in Hollywood. She'll get some more uh, larger roles and, uh, and become something pretty big with me. Especially yeah. with the if she's in Thunderbolts, which I'm thinking she will be. Well, uh, so they're making a remake of Red Sonja. Remember Red Sonja with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. And she's going to be Red Sonja. Do, do I? That <laughs> 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 awakens something to me as a, as a, as a very uh, as a 12-year-old young man. Yeah, yeah the original. Yeah, uh, that, that ushered many a human being into manhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're gonna do a they're gonna do a remake of that, and it's gonna be with her, and she's gonna be Red Sonja, which sounds kind of cool, man. I'm down for that. I man, I loved I loved the old Conan movies; those were so great. Um, That's gonna be a creepy watch in the theater. Red Sonja <laughs> with, with, with a whole bunch of nostalgic fifty five year old. Maybe I watch that one at home. Maybe I watch that one at home, or like a Tuesday at one o'clock in the afternoon. All right. It's going to be a creepy watch. All right. Um, the next one is, so this is a TV series. I, eh, eh, I'm not as into it as you are, but a young chef who returns to Chicago to ran, run the family restaurant. Um, it's got Abby Elliott, uh, Jeremy Allen White, Eben Moss, Bacharach. Um, and that's about the only people I recognize. Here's what I've got from it. I mean, I don't know much about it, but the dude who plays Lip is a really, really great actor. Okay. Uh, you may not love his character in the show, but the dude is a great actor. And every time I watch Shameless, I'm like, how is this dude not getting a lead in something else? Like, this dude can do drama. He can do. He can play kind of a bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, just a, a, a scumbag. He can play a... Uh, the guy that you're really trying to get performed, like he can play, he's, he's jacked. He can be in action if he needed to. Uh, more of an everyman. He's not tall enough to be like a total star. But uh, yeah, I just wonder why he's not doing more. He's really, really good. And then if he's being given a show where FX is behind it, that makes me hopeful because FX typically doesn't do crap. <laughs> typically, if it's on FX, there's a good reason and it's a really good script. And I don't know. I have a feeling he could be pretty good at this so uh, I'm not I'm not going to reserve judgment until I see a trailer uh, but just the announcement of it makes me hopeful that, that this could end up being surprising and surprising people okay alright fair enough um, I have no interest so you can you can guinea pig that one for me uh, the next one I think could be really good so it's an H, it's a HBO film comes out October 20th so oh it came out yesterday alright sweet um, it's called My Dinner with Hervé. Um, a look at the life of French actor Hervé Villechaze. Uh, I don't know how to say that. Co-star of the hit 70s TV series Fantasy Island, who took his own life in 1993 at the age of 50. So it's uh, Boss Duplain Duplain from Fantasy Island. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Okay. But it's, yeah, I know. Yeah, so Peter Dinklage is going to play him. Uh, and Jamie Dorman, Dornan is going to play Danny Tate. I don't know who... I never, I've never seen an episode of Fantasy Island. Um, I haven't either. But Peter Dinklage. Ricardo Montalban. Yeah, yeah, I know Ricardo Montalban is that, but I know him better as the the bad guy from Naked Gun. Um, <laughs> but Peter Dinklage is a draw. That guy will get me to some stuff, and this could be this could be really good. And it's on HBO, um, so I don't have to leave the house. But I'm it's already got a 7.0 with 6,000 votes. So that means it's probably like an eight for normal people. 
Yeah, I mean, you know there's going to be production value and there's going to be a pretty darn good script if HBO did it. Uh, yeah. They're, they're a tier above FX. <laughs> they're a tier up. They're, you already know it's going to be good. So, yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely give that a shot. So, and I agree with you. Peter Dinklage is a huge draw. I did see a trailer for a musical he's doing that, I'll, that I'm going to go ahead and bow out of. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to be a musical guy. Uh, but uh, I can see why other people will be into it. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, he... He's definitely a draw, so I'll, I'll give that. I'll, I'll at least watch the trailer. If it looks great, then I'll, I'll give it a shot. Okay. Um, yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes, eighty-three percent critic score, eighty percent audience score. Impressive. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I didn't realize it was out already. I might have to, might have to give that a go this, uh, this weekend. Oh man, I got so much TV to watch, but it's supposed to be a nice weekend. I'm so, so torn. Uh, that wraps up everything with the trailers announcements uh, other than my god all the ones that just came out today which we'll have to get to next week unfortunately but until then catchphrase witty resorts